I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Happy Wednesday and welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations. Hey, Sarah, what is up? Not much, but I am rolling my eyes because I'm like, Tully, it could be Thursday, I know. Saturday. The only reason I say that is because this episode comes out on a Wednesday, but what has been happening? How is your week? What is happening? Any recommendations? My week has been great. I had my best friend's wedding last night. That was not me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm allowed to I'm allowed. <laughs> yeah, people are probably yeah. like, congratulations. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a little bit dusty, but I'm ready to go. That's okay. Sarah's dusty and I just came from a party and had two mugs and I feel a bit you're firing. You're firing, and I'm just going to be like a slow con- contribute contributor to this episode. Yeah. So, how's your week been? It's been great. We've been super busy. It's just been. It's getting to the silly season. How good is it? The weather is phenomenal at the moment in Melbourne. So good, but it's going to be 18 later this week. <laughs> yeah, but summer is definitely here. So, on today's episode, should I just roll straight in? Yeah, I think let's do it. Okay, cool. It's probably like our favorite person to have to have on. I feel like favourite because I think this is the third or fourth time. Yeah. Third time? Yeah. Fourth. Great. Our very own Ghostbuster. Yes. And friend and hottie and he's sitting opposite us. Dave, hi, how are you? Hello, girls. I'm very good. Thank you. Thank he's you for having back. me back. I'm back. I know, he's back in the game. <laughs> I think it legit is our fourth time. Like we've done some yeah, really fun episodes is. and then we had like a ghost chase yes. episode. That I, was, I, was, that I flipped was, out and I was actually out. re-listening to our predictions episode of 2022 and that's when I was like guys I have a great idea let's go to a haunted house like it'll be so much fun we can go in and I'm sitting there thinking girl you didn't even come foot into that place we can listen to that and think oh wow she created an amazing idea but I did not step foot in that place at all no that was so much fun and I really really enjoyed listening it back. Oh, great. Yeah, great. Because yeah, yeah. I was sitting in my car. And it's, it's one of the most listened to episodes. It is. Really? It yeah. Was, like, it really is. The more you think about it, the more terrifying it kind of was. Mm-hmm. But at the time, we handled ourselves very well. Yeah, I'm very proud of you, Sarah. You did that very, yeah. very well. Oh, I was taking one for the team. I, I, had, I, I were you actually my dax, scared? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when that noise happened, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you know what? I actually wish that we had like a video crew with us because mm. that would have been amazing. But next time, we'll yeah. just have to go somewhere scarier. And I I'm not coming. Mm, don't FYI. set it up again, Tully. Tully's like, next time we okay, go somewhere so really guys, scary. Maybe um, Dave and I will have a side podcast of just like being ghost, yeah. ghost hunters. 100%. But as Sarah said, we've had you on a few times. So at the end of each year, so our podcast has been rolling since 2020. Yep. 2020. So we had you in 2020 and then we've had you in 2021 and now 2022. Um, so... We always like having you on for like predictions or what you think the word of next year is or your 
actions of next year, I would say. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. why we're having you on because it is the end of the year. We are about to wrap up the podcast. We're nearly at our 100th episode. Wow. Yes. Oh, congrats, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so we want to wrap it up. And, I mean, there's a few more episodes to go for the year. But what's coming for us in 2023? 2023. P.S. How, how the fuck did we get through 2021 and 2022? Well, I I want to know your words for the previous years and then the word that you've landed on for next mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Well, so for everyone that doesn't know, at the end of every year, I go into like a really deep meditation and I kind of get given a word or a phrase from spirit that sort of defines the next 12 months to come. So I started properly doing it in 2019 uh, when the world was normal. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let's do it anyway. But the word for 2019 was uh, freedom. Oh. Which makes so much sense when you look at 2020. Exactly. Yeah. Because in hindsight, it was really the last year that we felt free. In exactly. Some ways. And then 2020 was chaos. Like 2020 chaos. Was yep. that the word? For- that was the word for oh, 2020. Wow. So that was the word for 2020 going into 2021. No, that was the word for 2020 20. going when at the end of 2019. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh god, here we go. I didn't even know what that was really properly about. Uh-huh. But then, lo and behold, uh, 2021 was resistance. Yes, I remember you telling us which that. Which was all about need to resist kind of what's going on. Mm-hmm. 2022 was really unique and random, but it was omnipresence. And I didn't even know what that meant, but it's essentially the, uh, the understanding, the knowledge of a higher power always being present. Okay. Um, so it's a very religious theme. It's a very higher power spiritual theme. Uh-huh. Um, and 2023. Which you posted is, today so I we can talk about this. Literally posted it. This is yes. the very first time I'm talking about it anywhere uh, was accountability. Okay. okay. Yeah. Please explain. Well, it's going to be a really fascinating year. Like where do we begin to explain accountability? So there's always a really big chat that we have around light and dark, which is essentially like what we view as good and bad. Mm -hmm. And and obviously we want the light to win, but to have the light, you always need the dark because the dark defines the light. Yes. And what everyone has to imagine, it's kind of like a pendulum that swings. So it's kind of swinging side by side. So no one force ever wins. It's either going to be light or dark and it just kind of swings Mm -hmm. in between. So understandably, the last year has been incredibly difficult and, you know, really hard for a lot of us. And the pendulum has definitely swung towards the dark because we've seen a rise over the last few years in particular of, you know, corruption and, you know, the taking away personal freedoms, which has obviously been a huge one, and censorship and just all those real negative things about control and just, you know, master dynamic. And now we're kind of seeing, I think, well, I hope a lot of people in 2022 have kind of felt it, but it hasn't been as bad, for want of a better word, as it has been the last few years. Like it Mm -hmm. hasn't been an easy year, but it definitely hasn't been a 2020 or 2021. Mm. So the pendulum, you have to imagine, is kind of swinging back towards the light again. Uh, And... 2023 will be defined in a lot of ways by how that pendulum does swing towards the light because it really is up to us and us being accountable and holding ourselves accountable but also how holding everyone else accountable mm-hmm. uh, to how far that pendulum actually does swing. So by referencing accountability, it's yeah, being responsible and understanding that you know, corruption doesn't have to be a thing that's so defining and censorship and control and those that are corrupt or those that are censoring yeah. or those that are controlling us, like let's hold that accountable because yeah. it shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think people are waking up a bit now to what's happening? I would like to say yes. I'm not sure okay. because well, I think anyone who is probably already would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. But it's a it's a force. Like it's the pendulum again. Like it's, it's still happening. In your post about accountability, you spoke about 
the media and mm. the people that watch the media. I thought you didn't want to get your podcast cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> I find it really interesting. Yeah. It's just a discussion. It's like leaning in, being curious. Yeah. And that's the whole point. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the big things for me is like uh, how we look at the – it's a theme that I started talking about actually in 2019 and I haven't really ever properly discussed it, discussed it, but it's what I call the master-slave dynamic. So uh, the master is obviously the one in control and the slave is the one that is controlled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how do we translate that to our modern world? Well, the master is the one that controls information and controls mm-hmm. pop culture and just the general flow of uh, the collective society. And obviously we're the slaves because we're the, the ones that are controlled yeah. by. Yeah. And the master represents obviously the media and pop culture and political and all that. Mm-hmm. So um, the media at this stage as well, like it is a narrative because they're not necessarily thinking critically themselves, but they're definitely not teaching us or helping us think critically mm. about how the world operates or about why things are happening in a way that they're thinking. They're literally reporting Brainwashing on a, us. Yes. essentially brainwashing. Yeah, yeah. They're literally reporting on a narrative. Uh, and that's obvious in a lot of mm, ways, yeah. but I think we're People not taught. People don't question exactly. it. Exactly. We're not yeah. taught to question it and yeah. we're not taught to think about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I mean, nothing against journalists. I mean, some of them are my friends, but they, they're not essentially what journalism is because mm. they're not taught to think critically, they're not taught to investigate and they're mm. not taught to report critically. Yeah. Mm. Um, and they're hired because of that mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. if they did report against things like corruption or against censorship or against control, would they really have a job? Yeah, because right. Because that's going against the master. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, makes sense. So they're, they're essentially like, so you've got the master dynamic, you've got the slave dynamic. In a lot of ways the media is kind of like the enforcer of the master. Isn't it funny you're saying your word is accountability and my word of the last week, and you know this, is curiosity. Always mm. ask questions. Mm. It's, it's honestly the same thing. Yep. It is because yep. it's all about. Just be curious. Just ask why, how. Exactly. Yep. That's, that's what it. it's all about, sis. Yeah. How are you going to take that into 2023 personally? Well, it, I mean, that's such a good question. Yeah. I'm like, I'm accountable, but like none of us uh, yeah. are completely accountable. That's the thing. And, you know, the more that you think about it, but I think for me, it's about being a lot more sort of truthful for what mm-hmm. I want to do, if that makes sense. Mm. And like I even find myself self-censoring and maybe sort of ignoring things uh, for me personally because I think we all do in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. As long as we feel like we've got some element of control, we don't maybe dive as deep as we do. Now I've mm-hmm. obviously done a lot of self-work and I like to think that I can continue to do that, but it is about really holding myself accountable to even going even deeper into me and, you know, focusing even more on healing and focus even mm. more on my own growth and evolution mm. and things like that. So, uh, you know, from a perspective of, you know, looking at the media or looking at pop culture, I can definitely sort of see through that. Yeah. And I kind of think, you know, a lot of us can in some ways anyway. But so it's definitely more of a personal journey. Yeah. Actually, which it is for all of us. Too. Yeah. When you sit in your meditation, and I can't remember if we've spoken about this on previous podcasts, and you think of your word for the next year, mm. does anything else, because we all know you're a medium, you're a psychic and stuff like that, does anything else come up for you for 2023? Because I know I didn't get time to listen to the podcast from last year, but Sarah did. I did. And a few things came up from the last podcast that <gasps> yep. happened this year. Would I'm you like, like me Sarah, to tell? I, yes, know, can you say, I can't even yes, remember. Yeah. I can't either. And I really wanted to re-listen to it. And I was like, no, I, Sarah can take the lead oh, in this. Thank you. Also, I was in <laughs> such you. a rush. I didn't have time. <laughs> it's my uh, own thing and I yeah. can't remember. So, um, like, <laughs> so, so you, sorry, go back. This was in 20. So this was. This the, time last year. This was the start of 2022. Okay. We had this discussion, what was coming up for the year. Yeah. You brought up a strong theme about about water for the year. That was all right. Yeah. 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 Um, and in my head, I was like, 
water. We've had floods yeah. all year. And then That's also I- my head was that the canals in, was it Europe or Russia? Where yeah, it, Europe, Europe, where all the boats were held up. Oh, the I was like, that's canal. what came yeah, to yeah, me, Egypt, but yeah. floods came for you, which is obvious. Uh, you spoke, and the war between Ukraine and Russia hadn't broken out then, and you were no, saying yeah. about what that's going to happen. Um, Did he say specifically? Yeah, you was like, well, Did basically, you say- if you watch, you said if you watch the news, you already know that Russia has gone into uh-huh, Ukraine uh-huh. and things like that. You spoke about the rise of the dragon and the bear. Obviously, China and Russia, yeah. yeah, and yeah. I think that was about that's what you spoke about yeah. for this year, yeah, which U- is all like tick, tick, tick. Yeah, the Ukraine war was a really interesting one because I did sort of start talking about that on um, social media, really yeah, mid twenty twenty one. Yeah, because I was like, that's really going to arc up, and yeah, it kind of. So if anyone's had. listening and think that mm. you're like you're literally like spot on, yeah, like yeah. well, I remember I remember on that podcast, I'm pretty sure I did say there's going to be a tsunami near the Atlantic, though. Yeah, you spoke about some tsunami. What did I throw myself just under the bus? No, you did say about water and a tsunami. You said about a tsunami and there had been a tsunami. And you're like, I think there's something more like around May or June. Mm. And you you were like, I don't know whether it's to do like with the the icebergs or something happening. Did anything happen in May? I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember either. I I don't think it did because I would have been keeping on top of it. Yeah. Every time I pictured that, all I pictured was like – Flooded streets, but they were also going back to the Boxing Day tsunami. So, oh, unfortunately, maybe, there's been maybe it's the the Maribyrnong yeah, flooded Maribyrnong streets. Well, floods that's the, yeah. car. There were a lot of yeah. Floods. Yeah, there's been. Wait, heaps. on there was floods in everywhere. Really. Um, Lismore was that in May? I feel I like that might have been in yeah. May. Yeah, April. And well, all yeah. after this podcast, we'll have to have a look. But I feel like that was more towards the start of the year when the Lismore mm. floods happened. Yeah. It's just been a flooding year because it's Chinese astrology is. Uh, or Chinese zodiac is the dragon, but it's the water dragon. Oh, the, no, the tiger, I think, this year is. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's the water tiger. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so the water was going to be a huge theme throughout the whole year. So has anything come up for next year like that? Well, yeah. in a lot of ways, it, I'm still sort of working on it, but it is, uh-huh. uh, it's it's going to be a really interesting year of, again, the breakdown of structure. Mm. So it's all… What uh, does that mean? What's kind of like, again, it's sort of how we structure society in a lot of ways. Okay. So, I mean, corruption is a really big thing mm. that needs to be tackled. And I mean, like government corruption or government, just government business kind of everything. Okay. I really think it comes to the forefront. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, part of this is, and it's such interesting timing as well, but it's all about the supply of information again. Now, the biggest thing that we've seen, you know, this is the start of December 2022 now, but the biggest thing we've seen over the last few weeks is the, the unlocking of Twitter, uh-huh. which yeah, is right. the global marketplace of ideas essentially. Yep. Yeah. And, but it's the censorship of information. When Elon Musk has bought that now, yep. he's actually completely unlocked it. So, part But has of my, he? Because didn't he ban Kanye still? But Kanye did go off the rails a little bit. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but one of the biggest things uh, that came out, and again, the media has not touched it with a 10-foot pole mm-hmm. because they know that they're complicit. But uh, – in 2020, it was the Hunter Biden, which is Joe Biden's son. He had his uh, laptop that was leaked. Yes. And right before the election, uh, the American presidential election I'm talking about, uh, that was completely censored online. They would not allow any articles to be posted about it. Anyone that talked about it got banned. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. So what, you can't search those articles? They don't you, pop up? You or? couldn't back then. Yeah. during the election But who's period. banning them? So the American government. Well, the Democrat Party was in uh, a collusion with Twitter and Twitter completely censored the information. Okay. And now it's come out like Elon Musk has released all their emails, <gasps> all their threads that shows that they were working directly with the Democrat Party 
with the FBI to censor that. Wow. So then it did not interfere negatively against the Democrats in the 2020 <gasps> election. So against Donald Trump. I didn't wow. know that. Yeah. So, and it's, that's it. Well, you wouldn't. That's the thing because no one's going to be talking it's, about yeah, it. Of course. The information suppliers aren't talking about it. Yeah. Like, as I said in my post, like the information's there, but it's up for us now in our own ways to really go and search. How did you find that? Because I was sort of on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Elon Musk, I mean, no one can tell me that that man's not a time traveler. Like, oh, I've had, <laughs> we've had this, this conversation. Before. I think yeah. that was a dinner party conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it was too. It wasn't one mug, I'm like, everyone's a time traveler. <laughs> Actually, I want to go back. You just said something. Um, oh, my God, I've just lost it. You said something before and it was one of the Twitter and censorship. No, no okay. it was one of your predictions that you said on our podcast and you just said it before and now I've forgotten. Keep talking. What you, about Donald Trump? No, it wasn't. That's about- something you have predicted before is Donald Trump coming back. Yeah, well, I well, I talked about this a lot in 2020 as yeah. well. So there's no doubt in my mind, and especially with what will probably come out next year, but what's also starting to come out now. And I've said this before, and I know it's controversial, but the American 2020 presidential election was completely rigged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump won that election. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I know that winds a lot of people up, but it, especially the information release that's happened over the last sort of six to 12 months, and especially now, mm. is showing that. Yes. Yeah. And there's actually no doubt. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's just... Everything that's coming out mm. is really showing that they really colluded against it. Yeah. Um, but I Spirit always said that Donald Trump would win twice. Okay. So this is the thing, whether that means that he, he wins well, when he goes back. Well, that's the thing. He yeah. technically has already won twice, but he hasn't been president twice. Yeah. So does that mean that he is successful yes. again in 2024? Yeah. Now, under the current environments and the, you know, the hysteria and the negativity around Donald Trump, you say his name and everyone loses their minds. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way that he would be elected in 2024. And especially if it is so corrupt and they're not going to allow it again. But it's going to be very interesting to see what happens over the next two years. Oh, I was just thinking back to the episode earlier this year and a lot of the theme was on COVID and restrictions and lockdown. Mm-hmm. And you brought such positivity and lightness to the episode because you like you were explaining how this year feels a lot freer for everyone, which I think it did. Like yeah. there was a lot more lightness mm. in this year. We didn't go into lockdown this year, did no. we? No. no. And that, do you think that's continuing? Like the light each year is going to get bigger? Well, it's, yeah, it's just part of the pendulum swing in mm. a lot of ways. But, yeah, that was the thing with 2022. Like even when I made the predictions at the start, I knew COVID wouldn't be a thing. Mm. It was also an election year, so obviously they weren't really going to talk yeah, about it. But, yeah. like, but, you know, we have – come to the point now where no one really gives a shit about COVID. Yeah. I mean, some people still do, but that's more of a fear-based thing of than course. an actual the logic. influence from the media. Well, well, yeah, it's a bit, you know, the last two years, mm. everyone's been scared, mm. of course. Like, we've all got PTSD from oh, the last yeah, two years anyway, in yeah. our own ways. So I think for 2023, like, I mean, COVID's not going anywhere. Uh, but it, it's a really interesting point that you raise. It's about the media. Like, if the media starts talking about it every day, then people start getting stressed about mm. it every day. If they don't talk about it, no one thinks about it. Mm. And that's what we've seen over the last three years. If they talk about it every single day and they wind us up about it, then we're terrified of COVID. Mm-hmm. If they don't talk about it, then 2022 becomes a normal year. About exactly. It. Yeah. Um, so whether there's anything else that they try, because I did also predict that they will create, and this was for 2022, you know, that they'll create new things to try and terrify everyone with. Yep. Monkeypox was the thing. But yep. again, no one really gave a shit about monkeypox. So monkeypox disappeared. Oh my God, yeah. it did too. I forgot about monkeypox. Where did monkeypox go exactly? Yeah. Like, oh, oh that was going to get everyone. For a few weeks, that was going to kill us all. I know, I know, because we've got a, quite a few friends in the United States. And I know monkeypox was such a thing that people were scared to like, every time they touch something. Mm. Clo- they wouldn't try clothes on in yeah, the store. Yeah, they wouldn't try mm. clothes on at stores because they were scared of And I literally haven't heard about monkeypox mm. for like months. 
for me personally, I I feel like I can feel that there's a change. Like there is. I, I do too. Like it's there's positive light, and mm. I think I for me personally, maybe it's just who I surround myself by. But we're having more open and honest and curious conversations about media, about governments, yeah. about life. Hundred yeah. percent. And I feel like I feel like at the start of last, uh, sorry, at the start of this year, twenty twenty two. We still were in that like fear-based fear based. because yeah. we were yeah. like we could go to lockdown tomorrow. Mm. No. And now that we've had the whole year without lockdowns, no restrictions, I feel like every year just seems like it's like weights lifted off mm. your shoulders. Mm. Like, you know when you make a decision or you tell someone something, you're like, oh, like it's like that shrug moment. I feel like next year it's going to be like that and people are just going to mm. feel more free. I feel mm. like it, the energetic shift. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. You know, we've all evolved and we've all grown Mm. from a a soul journey perspective after the last few years, which is essentially what it was all about in a lot of ways anyway. But we all can definitely understand that we're different people than what we were in 2019. We've all evolved. But, you know, you do raise an interesting point because even part of the post I said about accountability, which is, yeah, it is about surrounding yourself and having those conversations, Mm -hmm. but also demanding it from others as well. Like I think a lot of us even self-censor the conversations that we have. Oh. I definitely know I do because I can't mention in random dinner conversation Donald Trump won. A hundred percent. COVID's yeah. fraud, like things like that. Oh, that's another COVID's fraud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that if you want. Um, that would definitely be part of twenty. No, but I think we all do that. It's mm. like, and especially if you've got a social media presence, you have to be so careful. Oh. Well, I said and exactly. we've all had situations where you might say something and then… I definitely know. I throw myself yeah. under the bus. Yeah, this always. Year. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like you, we do censor ourselves in some Our episode way. last week, it was called Unpopular Opinions. And <laughs> Tal was, I was like, Tal, just come on, have an opinion on it. You do have one. About what? It was about, oh, well, I brought up um, some things that I, I didn't agree with. Cancelled. <laughs> yeah, but what are you scared of? No, I, I, we were talking about opinions and I, obviously have an opinion on mm. everything. And I know my opinion might be different to yours, different to Sarah's, but I've learned as I've got older to listen to other people's opinions mm. and not get reactive and take it on board and move mm. on. But do you share your opinion? I do, but not to people that don't know me. And that's why I think self-censorship in that sense can sometimes be okay as well mm. because it's also about, you know, warming up and things like that. But the biggest thing is as well what we all need to remember if someone says anything to us, it triggers us. It's yeah. not actually what they've said. It's about it's how we, we interpret it. Yeah, of course. And that's a sign of growth and something to heal. Yeah. It really is because there's nothing that anyone else should say or do to us that should have power over yeah. us. Yeah. I think Sarah's more referring to like as in the public. Like I, yeah. I've never that, been opinionative. I've never been opinionative on Instagram, on the podcast. No, I don't. Things. It doesn't have to be in public. Yeah, but you wanted me to talk about on the podcast and I'm like there's people that listen. I, I just – I'd rather keep my opinion about certain things to close that's, group of friends, friends, family, um, because I don't like hmm. what happens when you do. And I just can't take it on board. I don't want to and I can't be bothered dealing with that energy. And that's totally fine and I think that's understandable, especially after the last few years and, you know, with everything with cancel culture People now. People sensitive. But this is part of the change as well for 2023. Oh, yeah, true. Because mm. it is all about the the lack of – well, not the lack of censorship but the breaking down of some, some forms of censorship mm-hmm. because we all do, after everything we've experienced, especially over the last few years, we self-censor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's completely fine if it's your prerogative to not tell everyone everything because that's okay. Yeah. You're allowed to have something to yourself or to keep it amongst your friends. But I think all of us, especially those of us with a public image in some ways, especially when you've got a public business mm-hmm. like you girls do, 
about you have to be a slightly careful. Mm. Well, the thing is, we actually don't. Really? But we all have made ourselves. Yes. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. True. Mm. Because why should you have to be? Why should you have to self censor? But we have because of how people lose react. Their minds and their yes. Reaction. Well, that's the reason why. Exactly. It's just I can't be bothered dealing with the energy of someone mm. reacting, then bullying me. Yeah, or well, like, yeah, exactly. I can't be bothered dealing exactly. with that. And so, that was our conversation. It was, and you might be able to speak on it when you you do give your opinion. And there are some people that aren't receptive of that. And there has been a great divide, even like with politics and people mm. and their opinions. There is a great divide, and I feel like people have to lean in with more curiosity, mm. or else it will get it will get bad. Mm. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, I don't care at the same time, so I definitely mm. don't sort of hide my opinions on a lot of mm. things. But at the same time, I do self censor on social media because I will get banned from social yeah, media. Yeah, you have things. to remember as well, and I think you would understand mm. is like you're your own business. Mm. You make money from being you mm. it's like if you get cancelled to a point when people are like i'm not hiring dave to be my medium because mm. he said such and such mm. that's your livelihood mm. but that's the thing i don't want to read people that would cancel like oh, yeah, they true. don't want to read their they don't want to reach out to their loved ones and connect with strippers true. or something nice said i don't want you anyway yeah, yeah. True. i have well this is fun this is i have actually cancelled people's reading have you 100 yeah. i don't give a shit like so i love that you stand your ground on that. yeah i yeah that's you, re- you respect yourself mm. and that's what i love that's the thing i'm not a doing what I'm doing for the cash. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's sort of like if we're not aligning or if you're going to attack me in any form, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah go so find yeah. someone else. There's been three people. I mean, I can't remember what one of them, one of them was definitely over Donald Trump because they said, that, oh, you're so pro-Donald pro Trump and all I was like was talking about it. And, I mean, and then I realised that that person booked a ring with me. <gasps> yeah. I was like, why are you like, why? Like, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, actually yeah. want your business. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. So this is another thing that we all need to realise. It's sort of like, why should we shape our businesses around the fear of how people will react to what we say. Sort mm-hmm. of like, I mean, I understand it at the same time. I really do because especially, for example, like Tully Lou, mm-hmm. you don't want people to not support your businesses because of something you said. Mm-hmm. But it's actually nothing. Whatever you say actually has nothing to do with Tully Lou. Of course, yeah. If you're coming from an authentic perspective, mm-hmm. yeah. it shouldn't matter. They're yeah. two separate things. So that's the thing. So, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You can't cancel someone who doesn't give two shits. Mm. And I mean, I nearly did get myself cancelled this year, but at the same time, it wasn't going to affect my business. What was it going to do? You don't want to book anything. It's just scary because, like, social media and stuff like that, it does have a massive influence Mm. on a lot of people. That's why we need to break down the censorship. I know. So, how are we going to do that, though? Well, it's it's it's, things like that happen when there's a collective change. So, the only way to have anything in life that's a collective change is to work on yourself. Because the, you, well, Are you we have to tell these motherfuckers to work <laughs> yeah, on themselves. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, you know, this is why the, with the pendulum swinging, when I said, how far does it swing? Well, that is up to everyone how far it swings. Yeah. Okay. So, is it more talking about like yeah, well, therapy, more talking about doing the work? Like, how? Yeah, for talk- how I'm interpreting in this, because it's really what I'm working on in therapy at the moment. Mm. And you just said it then, it's working on your own self worth. Mm. And so you don't have to have any external validation from anyone else. So you you weren't going to accept that what that reading people said to you because you're not if you did you're disrespecting yourself by allowing someone into your space exactly exactly so yeah. it's building up your own yeah. self worth yeah. and knowing that your opinions are valid and I think always Everyone's doing it in, valid. doing it in a kind gentle way yeah. and being receptive of other people's so do I think ag- that's a big yeah. thing being receptive of other people's mm. opinions so do you acknowledge those people and just be like, hey, I respect your opinion, but 
I understand that opinion. I don't have to respect it. Okay. Yeah, mm. But I, they're welcome to have it, and, mm-hmm. and it's their right to have it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you don't lose sleep. O- I don't lose sleep over it, but I respect their right to say it mm-hmm. because that's their opinion. Go ahead. But it's all. But it's the perspective that you, we all come from. That's really where the inner work has to happen. Of course. Because yeah, with the element of the collective, like you know, you're not egotistical and you're not arrogant if you love yourself. No. And if you have self-love and if you love those around you, Mm. which is the most important thing of all, but you can't do that unless you do all the inner healing and the inner work. And it's a journey. Like it's like mental health. It doesn't have a beginning and an end date, of course. Mm -hmm. Like we all are on that journey and it's going to constantly evolve and we're going to have highs and we're going to have lows. Mm. Uh, But what we have to imagine with the collective energy, it's kind of like the iPhone and the iPhone cloud. Like we all send our files up to the cloud. So with the collective energy, we all send our energy up to the collective uh, from an individual perspective. So when we're all sending up, you know, positivity and light and love and this element of Mm. breaking of the chains. That's vibrated back down. Yeah, and then it comes back down to us because that's the collective. Mm. The collective at the moment, unfortunately, after the last few years, has really been based on fear and Mm. stress and all these negative emotions. And, yes, that is changing because the pendulum is swinging now, but – that's what it's all sort of represents in a lot of ways. Huh, I think it's a pretty positive year and events that are going to happen. Did anything negative come up? Well, I mean, when I've done predictions on 2023, like I haven't honestly gone too, mm. you know, I was going to say something really rude then, but too deep into <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's 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 not an easy year again, but it, what I say with the world, like the world is always going to be the world. It's mm-hmm. how we choose to see it. Yes. Like if you choose to see it as an amazing place, then it's going to be amazing. If you choose to see it as a negative, bad place, mm-hmm. it's going to be a negative and bad place. Mm-hmm. The world is always just going to be the world yeah. either way. It's how we choose to look at it. Mm-hmm. So is next year easy? Well, it's nothing's easy. No, nothing's easy. And one thing I've been talking about constantly lately is that every decision we make is hard. So choose your heart. For example, being in a relationship, I don't know why I'm bringing in relationships, but like being single is hard. Being married is hard. Being in a relationship is hard. Yeah. Like. Choose your heart. Mm. So it's the same with life as well. It's sort of like there's going to be a lot of hard decisions in any choice mm-hmm. or any path that we choose to go down. David, I'm just like, do you, do you know what that re- reflects back to me? No. It's like sitting with my therapist. Choose your heart. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm. Mm. That's exactly. what I, That's exactly what I'm working on. If I feel uncomfortable in this situation, thinking why, and then I have to lean into it yeah. because that's where the growth's going to happen. You have to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Accountability. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And it's that's the thing. It's a healing thing. It really is. Mm. But, yeah, get it uncomfortable being. Uncomfortable. Mate, I'm sending all the good vibes up to the cloud. Yeah. What about? <laughs> I've got a question because I know sometimes China comes up for you. Mm. And obviously at the moment China in lockdown, in and out of lockdown, and there's a lot of protests happening, which that means that they're keeping themselves accountable. No? Well, the protests is yeah. absolutely. But look how quickly China changed. Because I've read an article and they were like, they're trying to get rid of the president. And then I think what's happening now, I'm not too sure. Well, China recently had very right. strong anti-lockdown protests. Yes. Like for China very, to have a protest. It's is, huge. It's, they haven't had big ones since really Tiananmen Square. And, yeah. and people in China don't even know what Tiananmen Square was because that was centred in China. So the Chinese society, I mean, I think a lot of us know in some aspects, but it is completely controlled. A hundred percent. It's you know, terrifying. The most, they, they do have what they call a social credit system, which is basically like your Uber rating, but it's mm-hmm. for life. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for your life, mm-hmm. I mean. So for the Chinese citizens to rebel. Is crazy. I mean, that is courage right there. Brave. And it is completely brave. But again, it's really been fascinating to see how the media reports on it. 
Can I just go back? I also have watched a couple of TikToks about it. And do you know what the funny thing is? It's a lot of the younger generation, Mm. which blows my mind because I'm like. So was Tiananmen Square. Yeah, were they? Yeah. So I'm like, are they because they're so woke or brave or why? Like, I'm not sure why, but it was a lot of the younger generation. Well, again, it's it's kind of like even younger people in general. Like when you look at kids that are five years old, but they haven't been brainwashed yet at that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, true. Because it's sort of like, I mean, Chinese society, I mean, I can't speak for it because I've never lived in it and I don't think maybe many people listening really have, but it is completely different to what we understand mm-hmm. because it is so structured and so controlled mm-hmm. and you don't have personal freedom or personal liberty and you're not taught to have personal freedom or personal liberty. But what really triggered the Chinese is because they really are thrown into lockdowns it's instantly. Like yeah. there's been cases like even where people have been in Ikea and yeah. someone says the positive you've gone into Ikea. People have had to stay in Ikea They lock themselves. Weeks. I they saw lock that. them in the shops. I saw that at KFC. Yeah. There was someone in KFC and the police came, shut the door. Mm. These poor people had to stay mm. in isolation for like seven, ten days in KFC. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. And that sounds good to me. But, you know, <laughs> maybe, but like, <laughs> Not to no, but exactly, seven today. You know, yeah, exactly. but look, give me that up. was a bad comment. But yeah. like. That's the thing, and it's all about again personal freedom, mm-hmm. because the Chinese people from and the Chinese people are completely different to the Chinese government. That's the most important thing to remember. Mm. Like the Chinese government is corrupt and it's communist and they're overt authoritarian. The Chinese people have such a, an amazing history and an amazing mm. culture and Chinese method, uh, methodology mm. and medicine and everything like that is so different to mm. the Communist Party. Uh, and sad, really, isn't oh, it? it's got so mm. sad. That's the thing because mm. it's 1.3 billion people that it's are wild. completely controlled by these, you know, authoritarian dictators. Mm. And what really triggered them, especially the younger generation, was because you know, of all these things that happened, like with their complete lack of personal freedom, and you know, getting locked down really randomly. But then there was all these footage that was released of the Chinese president and his wife that weren't wearing masks when they were on holidays. Oh, they're, they're oh. like, oh, so look what you do to us. Yeah. And then were they in holidays in China? I'm pretty sure it was in China, but they weren't oh. wearing masks. And then there was uh, the, for the most part, the uh, they were able to watch the World Cup, and they're like, oh, the world's going on. So, oh, no, so they, that's why they're rebelling. So they, so re- they wouldn't know the rest of the world's opened up. and Not up, really. I mean, yeah. this is the thing because even on social media, like the chi- it's all everything is read. Mm-hmm. Like the government reads every – I mean, so does the Australian government in some ways to be very yeah. fair, but they read every little thing you do and say. Yeah. Also in China, they only have access to Instagram or no, they don't the even West. Have Instagram. No, no, yeah. The West, some of them do. They have like the VPNs. Oh, they get VPNs. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is highly illegal, but mm-hmm. they actually can't access Western social media mm-hmm. in China exactly. unless they have a VPN, which is highly illegal yeah, in China. And, and actually, and their version of Facebook Weibo is completely yeah. censored. Oh, 100%. Like, you can't even post anything WeChat. without someone reading it first. Mm-hmm. So, and that's another thing because. That's the thing. Modern society has created VPNs. A lot of them do maybe sometimes have access, especially the younger generation. Yeah, which again. they do, yeah. Another thing where it's overt authoritarian control from the master dynamic is that Apple, for example, which makes all their phones and everything in there, they actually worked with the Chinese government to block AirDrop because AirDrop in China um, went around the sensors because you could literally send files to people without someone looking at it first. Oh. So it's another thing of control again. So, so Apple have worked that. with them to do oh, that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. A lot of the American corporations are Well, they're all connected. Yeah, right. It's all about business. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, I actually do – you said something and now I remember what I was going to say before. You said something and Sarah will correct, correct me because she listens to the episode, something about supply chain and food mm. and running out of something. Do you remember that? I remember yeah, you that was saying the theme something. For yeah, supply chain issues, in and the, there the has economy. been supply chain issues in a lot of mm. industries. Trade industry, for example, um, 
everywhere. There's like delays in everything. There's staffing issues everywhere. Yeah. Well. Where did everyone go, by the way? Like, why is there staffing issues everywhere all around the I world? I don't know. Like, these people I'm so like, confused. I'm so confused by Same, that. I am too. Real matrix thing, but yeah. But do you remember him saying that yeah. about the supply yeah. chain? Yeah, supply chain issues and critical supply. And uh, I mean, obviously, we, you know, you, in hindsight, you look back on 2022. Well, I mean, inflation has gone through the roof. Mm. The supply chain of the economy has completely crashed. And I mean, that's the thing. Was it deliberate? Mm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Do we want to say something really spicy? Yeah, I love say spicy. I, you, okay. you give all the spice, go. So COVID was created as a man-made disease to interfere with the American presidential election in 2020 and to also break the world um, economy. And it has. And it has. And it has. It's actually really, really hard. That's yeah. what we're studying now. But so what's the, the I don't understand though, what's the actual point of that? Because from that came authoritarian control. So all the governments have swung into the arm and have actually taken away personal freedoms and taken control themselves. Mm. <laughs> and to get rid of Donald Trump. Oh my God, that must be so. Okay, that's mm. interesting. They have so much control now, out, like how much from money COVID. they printed, exactly. everything. Yeah. Like, well, look at the min- world economy completely mm. changed yeah. now as a result. And everything's been controlled. Yeah. But how do they expect us to leave? Like we're learning a lot through the care. new business FIFI about that. Mm. Like the American government printed fifty percent of their currency that they've ever had in the last mm. four years. Isn't that insane? So, so that will come out in twenty twenty three. A lot more about COVID if people choose to look at it because the information mm. at the moment is kind of already there. I mean, I've mm. been talking about it as a medium since twenty twenty, but now it's starting to become mm. verified and authenticated in a lot of ways. So, I mean, there's. One of the funniest things for me was an article I did in 2020 that is published where I said COVID was made in a lab. You um, know what? This episode might even get published because we're going to be censored. I, well, that's the thing. I was like, you guys are meant to be working with a business soon, aren't you? I was like, maybe people won't like it. Do you know what? Yeah. Like, who knows? Wow. Yeah. yeah. You can cut parts out. No, we want, don't. But like, yeah. It's all prediction. No, it's yeah. all, that's and, it. Well, kind of. Personal well, yeah. Opinion. Yeah. It's opinions. It's opinions. COVID yeah. will be proven for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are trying to be like it's just a bit. I'm like no, it's gonna be real. No, but that's yeah. We so. will wait and see. Yeah, that's the thing, guys. Take to be what honest, I, with anyone listening, take what I say with a grain of salt. To be honest, exactly. you, you've, you've never think. really not been wrong. So could it could happen in five years? Could happen in ten years? Yeah, I've got a question for the both of you. Mm. In 2023, Steve, I want you to start. <laughs> How are you going to keep yourself accountable? It's just really checking yourself. I know that sounds so funny, but mm-hmm. everything that I say and do, I sort of like, is this working towards my higher good? Is mm-hmm. this working towards my benefit in a lot of ways, if that makes sense? Is it, is it beneficial for me as a person, as a soul, as on my journey? So it's just been really accountable to all my actions, what I say, how I treat others, especially. I mean, not that I treat others bad, but obviously every interaction I have with someone else is going to have an impact on mm-hmm. them. So it's just been really taking self-responsibility, which yeah. I think at, at the same time, unfortunately, People maybe haven't been taught how to do, but we're definitely not really. It's definitely hard to do. Do you know what? That's and I was going to say that we're not taught to do it, and Mm. I'm going to be stay accountable because I'm learning how to do it through therapy, Mm. Mm -hmm. and like I'm getting the tools now to act Mm -hmm. like that. Know my higher self, like reflect on my interactions with others, what's being triggered in me, why that's coming up. Mm. So that's what about you? No, I think. I mean, all of those are definitely. Sorry, your cat is like really distracting <laughs> me. We're all going to make corner of my eye. I'm like, wow, that is crazy. He's been a Romanian gymnast on his cat tree. I'm like, oh my god, went all the way up to the top. Um, no, I'm the same as Dave. I just feel like I want to count, like, hold myself accountable for like all my actions. But all how my, are you going to do that? Are you going to journal check at myself? Night? I think what's checking yourself? I'm like, going to if I'm just in my head, like check myself. Yeah. Like if I someone's like. 
you know, you fucked up. And my automatic reaction would be like to get triggered, but I want to hold myself accountable and say sorry or like realize that I was in the wrong or just like I think probably by, I don't know, just thinking more about my actions or things that I want to do or hmm. I don't know. And it's a journey. Like, just being I'm more aware. I think aware is yeah. the right word for me. Yeah, I mean journalism. Uh, journalism. Journalism. <laughs> Journal, not journalism. Maybe journalism. <laughs> but journaling. For a lot of people, it's great. Yeah. yeah, I don't journal. I probably should. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things I can definitely work on. Like I'm, I mean, sorry, I swear, but like by no means am I anywhere near what I consider perfect. I'm yeah, I've got so much room for growth. I've got faults, but it's about embracing that and yeah. also being aware of them. And people probably think that you're one of those people that do journal every night. You've got mm. your crystals. You do your do meditation, no meditation twice no, a day. No, no, I think like, aware. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love the Lake City. But I think aware, just being aware of your action, just aware. Mm. I think aware is a good word. Yeah. I think that's the takeaway for people to yeah. for the episode. It's just like how can you check yourself and be more curious in the next year? Mm, I think that's Sarah's word for 2023, yeah, well, curious. curious. It's, word, it's literally having a curious conversation. Yeah. Just wrong. call me David the uh, media. No, you know, as I said, all the information's there. Yeah. It really is. Like, you know, what I wrote in my post, we have a phone in our pocket mm-hmm. and all of us have a phone in our pocket and that phone allows us access to the entirety of human information and knowledge that mm. has ever existed. Mm. It's all on our phone. Go find it. I have a question. Mm. How is your medium ship and psychic ability progressed this year? Oh, what a great question. Yeah. It's been good. It really has. I mean, I will never be the best medium on the planet because no medium is the best medium on the planet. We're all evolving. We're all learning as well. Like every reading I do, I'm still growing and I'm mm. still training. Mm. Uh, I've definitely, uh, I think every reading I do, I'm learning how spirit translates things a lot easier to me. So I'm definitely evolving in that aspect as well because that's the thing. What do you mean by that? So when I read, like I do hear voices, absolutely, but it's also images in my head. Yeah. Mm. Uh, And it's kind of like a bit of a picture puzzle. Sometimes I will show things and reference things so Uh I know what spirit means. Mm. And then I sort of say it and translate and then wait for their sort of even their approval of what I've said to be like, yeah, you got it. But now it's sort of like I'm working even so much better in conjunction with them about yeah. how I translate and understand what spirit is telling me. So it's it's grown a lot. It really has. And how I, did you do that? Just add more aware? Trial and error. Yeah. Ah, That's the thing. Be more aware exactly. Yeah. But it's just like, a, yeah, every reading I do, I think it's it's like a, I'm sitting down for an hour again doing a workshop. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, and the psychic ability comes from that as well. I've, I, from a psychic perspective, you know, even I'm a lot more aware now that not everything is written in stone. Yep. Like, I mean, I've definitely said this before, but like we all have different decisions that can affect different mm. outcomes. Yeah. So I'm when you – Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, when you make psychic predictions, it's not – Set in stone. Set like in you stone. could it's take really one yeah. step in a different direction and then that won't happen. Yeah. And mm. even for the world, like timelines are very fluid. Yeah. There are things that I will say that will always mm-hmm. be correct and will happen, but it always depends on, again, the timelines of mm-hmm. things on how things shape themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think as a psychic, I'm understanding that a lot better as well because there were things that, you know, for example, with uh, Donald, I mean, to bring Donald, old mate Don up again. Yeah. But in 2020, I was like, oh, he's absolutely going to win. He's going to be president. Because I looked at the energy and I was like, well, that's it. But then, you know. It's, but he it's, was, it's, but it was. It's a lot rigged. deeper than that. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. So it's a psychic. I was technically wrong, but I was also right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's about understanding that as well, like with, uh, being very accountable of mm-hmm. my yeah. words. Yeah. And how I word it and also how I shape it in my head. Yeah. That's interesting. Love that. 
Well, 2023. I'm actually excited for 2023. I can't wait. Not going to lie. I'm very excited. I feel like what Sarah said before, there's like this energy in the air that's like. Choose to look at the good and the positive. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I definitely last, at the end of last year, if you had asked, I think I was probably scared. Because I didn't know. We didn't know exactly no. that's the thing. And now we've gone through it again. Yeah. Like imagine if I said to you at the end of 2019, okay, we're going to have a pandemic and they're going to shut down the world and you're going to have to Do you know what? Like, we would have been terrified. I would I would be like, what's a pandemic? Well, yeah, but exactly. No, like, not even lying. No. I would be like, what's a pandemic? Mm. Now I'm like, pandemic. But, but look at also looking at the positive side of that, you could say, but in five years' time, this is what the world's going to look like. Yeah, Which, can you? Will you do yeah, it for exactly. the two years? And do you know what? As much as like I hated the pandemic and I hated COVID, I hated lockdown, like was not, I feel like uh, even with like my friends and my family, there's like a different bond and respect mm. and love for everyone mm. because you're like, I don't know, like they could be taken away. Like, I've never actually had anyone really close to me been taken away um, by death or anything like that. So but, like, I don't know, just, like, having something taken away from you, I've never had that. Mm. And to know that you all went through that, there's, like, this weird bond. Yeah, the mm. Don't you reckon? Through it. Yeah. Like the whole thing, well, the whole Western world, for sure. But, you know, if we wrote down what we've been through on paper, it would read like a horror novel. But oh, 100%. We, yeah, we got through it. 100%. Especially being in Melbourne, yeah. like, we were very, very, mm. very unlucky. Um, and I wouldn't go through it again. No way. But um, I also don't regret going through it mm. if that makes sense we adapted yeah we through and yeah, we we all had we to can do what we had to exactly. do we can survive. see the light at the end yeah. of the tunnel exactly and you know have we come forward from it like without a scratch on us absolutely not like yeah. i said but you know we've got through the other side so um it's, it's so funny and this is so cool that we're recording this but as i'm talking i'm getting like 2023 predictions in my head oh go. Shut up, go. tell me what they <laughs> are please uh, all i keep picturing is like what they say uh, the disasters of the of the western world but it's more about natural disasters in the Western world. Really? And I'm picturing like even earthquakes. So we'll just see what ha- sort of happens there. Um, the accountability, uh, especially as you said, Victoria, will 110% be Dan Andrews next year that people really have to start yep. waking up about. Uh-huh. Uh, ch- the reference in a dragon in my head again, so that will definitely be about the rise of China. So it'll be very interesting to see what China gets up to again next year. Oh. Uh, and, the, and even as I said that there's a pendulum swinging, so that could also be the element of the light and dark within the dragon, which uh-huh. will be the Chinese citizens. Mm. Uh, and I think, yeah, the economy, uh, the economy <laughs> will also be a theme in 2023 in terms of probably the same as it has been in 2022 wow. in terms of uh, obviously inflationary issues, supply chain issues, uh, maybe not as bad, but it also feels like it drops a lot suddenly. So we'll just sort of okay. have to see what happens there. But I also get a picture in the Hollywood sign, which is obviously Los Angeles, but also represents… Uh, You're going there in January? Well, yeah. well, yes, <laughs> Let him do his thing. Keep going. <laughs> Sorry. A really funny thing actually. We'll talk about yeah. why I'm going to America, by the way, because that's a real psychic fun story. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think… There's a lot more to probably come because I usually do my predictions posts for the coming year uh-huh, at the uh-huh. end of December. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was real, that's I wonder I if it will come back up, those things will come. Mm. Yeah. Wait, maybe Hollywood's got something to do with the earthquake. Well, that's why I was just thinking in my head yeah. as well. Like, oh, they're on because a fault they, line. they always have earthquakes and they've been waiting years and years and years for a massive earthquake to happen. Every I time. hope not, but… No, but it inevitably will. That's yeah, it will like, happen. Like you build a city of 16 to 20 million people on an active fault line. It's it, going it, to happen. Gonna, it will happen. They know that yeah. it will happen. It's just a matter of when. Every time I'm in Los Angeles, I like have that moment where I'm like… <gasps> 
I've never had an earthquake there, to be honest. Either have I, but yeah, I'm terrified I that I, one day I'm going to go there and I'll probably be the big one like can the I, day after. Yeah, day. sorry to interrupt, but can I just say anyone that is listening, to see Dave, like I, sorry, to see you do that because I've had a reading with you. Sarah's had a reading. Oh, my. There's, it's actually fucking fascinating. <laughs> watching, it's like, like you talk, something's coming through you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit, I just nearly dropped the mic. But yeah. it's so fascinating to watch yeah. and I'm so happy that just the, happened. Yeah. I never even noticed it I, and I still don't notice it. That's the funny it's thing, like, but people notice the change once it begins. It's like you talk but it's like just doesn't – what? Stop. Yeah. I can't well, explain How it. did you know something was just coming through then? See, I don't even know how to explain that. It's like it's kind of like a memory has been downloaded into my head and it's like we had conversations about it 10, years, uh, 10 minutes ago and I've been asked to recall what I've already said. Wow. That's how it kind of is. For you guys listening, like I, honestly, hand on heart, I've like it's actually phenomenal to watch. Yeah. That is I want to so, watch it. Yeah. 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 No, because yeah. it's just like I was just thinking it. It's like you go in this like mode, it's, don't you think, and you're just like yeah. you're, you're talking like, like quick. But it's like you have to get the information yeah, out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's actually really fascinating to watch. Well, I say that in readings. I'm like normal Dave's a stoner. Like I'm not really a stoner. But I mean <laughs> I, I speak slowly if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Maybe I don't. I don't know. But when I read, I'm like. It's, a blah, blah, blah. Blah. it's literally. Yeah, my voice changes. Wow. Yeah. But I have also like spoken other languages in readings before. Have we ever talked about that? No. Oh, no. There's a recording of me speaking Vietnamese. Shut what? up. So I, I can only obviously speak English. Um, maybe some Clients even listening will know, but like I've sp- if spirit speaks a language and I and, they, and the person I'm reading speaks a language, I can end up speaking that language as well. Wow. Not fluently, but I will say sentences or words and that I, make no sense to and you. And I think, well, I think I'm speaking English, and then they look at me like, no wow. yeah, way. Yeah. So oh, I wish I could find because I can't remember who had the Vietnamese uh, reading, uh, the Vietnamese um, recording. Part of me, uh, but uh, I've spoken Polish. I know I've spoken Polish, Arabic. I've literally spoken every Arabic's language. Arabic's hard too. Oh, I know. Well, can you imagine me like this skinny white boy speaking <laughs> Vietnamese? Like I was sort of like, like she looked at me and she goes, my mother always said that. And I was like, <gasps> well, I don't, what, she spoke English? Like what did I say? Like I don't know. So yeah, yeah it, it's really because it's that element of the mindset. Uh, it's I, really, really fascinating yeah. and I'm glad I'm so, I witnessed yeah, that because yeah. yeah. like, it is very fascinating. Yeah, I'm the literal medium so I'm the middle man. Like it, wow. it's not mine and it doesn't stay with me and it doesn't come from me. I am shipping you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. You <laughs> that literally like, wait, I'm having a reading right, but I'm having like a moment now. Mm. Thank you. Um, I want to talk about, um, sorry, Sarah's saying <laughs> I'm very loud. So she get, when she gets really excited. I get excited. I'm hanging on to the mic really, really. No, no, I want to go off the topic of like predictions and stuff like that. I just want to ask you, do you have any goals for next year personally? That's a great question, Tal. That's such a great question. Oh, yes, and it, thank you. And it kind of actually leads into what I was saying about why I'm going to the United States. Yes. So I – I haven't told my mum this. Oh, that's right. I booked flights mom, at the end of the It's like, mum, you're right. Listen, you're, you're a cat I'll tell you tonight. Um, I, <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> you are 110% the cat um, So I, yeah, I booked flights to go to the United States at the end of uh, January. So okay. I'll probably be there. I'm hoping to be there for the month in Los Angeles. Um, it's really funny because I am 35. And this is all about relationships, actually, which is mm-hmm. funny that I randomly brought relationships up before when I said yes. choose your heart. But so I'm single and I've always kind of been single and a lot of that is due to oh, – this is turning into a therapy session. Good. A lot of that is due to – but to Sarah me, and I have that sometimes. Yeah. People yeah. talk to us. <laughs> yeah. 
but it's about sort of self-healing for me because I have all these, not traumas around relationships, but definitely growing up and just sort of seeing things in a different way. Like mm. it's things that I'm healing and mm. I've never wanted to be in a relationship because I never did the work on myself mm. to actually think that I was worthy or that I deserved it or things like that. That's what I'm going exactly. through. And I've done a lot of it now. So yep. I'm so glad to hear that you're on that journey yep. too. But uh, a lot of people listening may know her, but her name is Jackie Gillies. You girls might know mm-hmm. Jackie Gillies yes. in the Real Housewives no, of Melbourne. Real Housewives of Melbourne. Yes. Yeah. So she is not only a fabulous housewife of Melbourne, but she's also an amazing um, medium and psychic herself. And I had a reading with Jackie. And my so anyway, that's like part of it. But I know that since I was a kid, I've always known that my future long-term partner slash husband slash love will be American. Mm-hmm. I've always said that. You've even discussed be- this with us before. Hundred, even before I was a medium, mm-hmm. I always knew that he would be American. Nothing against Australian guys, but fuck me, like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Sort of like, like hit a boy up. <laughs> like, come on, guys, like, yeah. I mean, get up. Yeah. There. Like, but, <laughs> Literally. So, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, Sorry. Yes, but like, you, heard, you heard the girl. You heard the girl. Um, as I showed you my stupid video before, I've got to tell you a funny story about that. But um, I know that when I go there in February, I'm going to meet him. 100% wow. going to. And I have no idea who he is, but I know that it's it. Like I will go there in February and I'm going to meet the guy that I will probably spend my life with. David, oh that's God. so I exciting. And Jackie brought that up when she read me recently. So I had a reading with Jackie probably about six weeks ago now. So it might have been, yeah, mid-October. And she brought up everything that I was manifesting around relationships. So she goes, you're single and gay. And I'm like, rude, but yes. Um, <laughs> how did you tell? Yeah, it's like, how did you tell Um and she's like, he's not in Melbourne. And I was like, oh, I knew it. And she's like, actually, I don't think he's Australian. And she's like, no, he's definitely got an accent. She goes, he's American. <gasps> and she's like, she literally manifests, or she didn't manifest. Well, my, thanks, Jackie, you could manifest it for me. But she literally discussed the guy that I was manifesting in my head, like what he represents, what he looks like even, like what he does. Uh, and she goes, you need to set your dating apps to like America. And that morning, I actually set my Tinder to Los Angeles. And then Jackie even says to me, she goes, oh, I can say you've done that this morning. I'm like, oh. Um, and you were shocked. I was. Even I was shocked. Like, I was the David the yeah. meeting. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Someone else does this. Um, and it was really funny because, like, like, I match with guys on – I mean, I don't really use Tinder in Australia, but, like, I don't like – Mm-hmm. The vibe of some of yeah. the guys, so I don't really match. That's fair. You're I not say, attracted no, to No, that's that. the thing. Yeah. And it's, and I, I mean, people always slide into my DMs every time I say this, but like I can look at pictures of people and now read them. Mm-hmm. So, so I always go, girls, if you're listening, please don't. But like <laughs> I, they all send me pictures of their partners. They're like, what do you do say? Like, oh so like that's a part of the thing. I can look at pictures of people on Tinder. I'm like, I can kind of work out what they're about. Shut up. It's nuts. But she's like… When I said it to LA, like every second guy I was looking at, I'm like, oh my God, yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Jackie was like, he'll be from the East Coast, but he's moved to like LA. Mm-hmm. Um, every guy that I matched with was an East Coast transplant. Like, wow. like little things like that. So, um, yeah. P.S. After this podcast, Sarah's going to get out the photo of a boy that she likes and then yeah. show a photo of my boyfriend, Damien, <laughs> and then you're going to give us the <laughs> move on, stay, move on. And then we do another podcast yeah. in March. I'm like, ah, oh, I didn't meet him, girls. I'm happy. No, but do you know when you were saying that, I was like, huh, wouldn't it be funny if you actually, you did meet him and it's someone you probably dismissed or didn't mm. think much of, but then later on something develops. Yeah. Energy will be there for it. Mm, yeah. Exactly right. It's a really good point to make. Yeah. That. I'm excited for you. Are you excited? Like to know that, that yeah. has been, you've been told that. I'd be so excited yeah. to go. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And LA's always a vibe. Oh. Like, I mean, we talk about America like every single time. We've had up. coffee in America together. Oh my god, we actually have, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we talk about LA. We like, literally yes. like passing. You were passing through LA. Um, and obviously Sarah and I were there, so we had coffee with you, but we didn't get to stay with you long. But no, well, yeah, because I, I I think I was leaving the next day anyway. Yeah, you were yeah, think, chasing those storms. storms. Yeah, I went to Denver to yeah. chase tomatoes. My God, it was such a cold day when we had coffee. Like, when is LA ever cold? I know, I know. we were there in oh. May. May. Moody yeah. May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Moody May in June. Moody May. Gross. Yeah. And I'm very jealous. Well, that was a very exciting episode, if I don't say so myself. Yeah, that hey, was. I, yeah. Really, I just love talking to you. I know, I love you. I know. I love you. We were very… Um, <laughs> What's the word? I was hungover. <laughs> I'm, I'm blind AF. Like, I'm so- Can we just say, I'm like, so Sarah's hungover. I'm like very cheery, whatever, just had like Mary. two mugs. Old mate sitting opposite me, Dave, <laughs> sitting here like a bloody rock star. Can you explain what has happened in the last two oh weeks? Oh, my God. I had laser eye surgery, what, 10 or 11 days ago now. Yeah. And I am just so blind still <laughs> and so light sensitive. So I'm sitting here at like… Ray-Bans on. With my Ray-Bans on. <laughs> see Night Dog on my lap. Just be like, I'm so bad. Like, it's really good. So uh, it, it will get better, I yeah, know. But yeah. like, right now, it. I'm like, yeah. And that, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Right. Like, we were talking about that. But right now, I'm just like, FML, like, what have you done? Yeah, no, you'll be fine. Sarah had it. And she can't, It was so long ago that Sarah had it. She can't remember yeah. how long it took. No, you'll really be fine. fine. I feel out. like by, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, you'll be fine. Oh, Tully's hockey prediction. Yeah. Oh. If I'm right, can you please tell me? <laughs> yeah, well, that would be good because I'm in Adelaide next weekend, so I'd kind of like to see it. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like literally say. So. No, you'll be fine. Yeah. Bless. Be fine. All right, 2023, come at us. I'm excited. 100%. LFG. Yes, thank you for coming on. Thanks, girls. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.